When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am going to the gym after this, so I haven't showered yet today, so I don't smell good. So. I haven't showered since yesterday. Evening. Wait, an unshowered episode. Yeah. That's so fun. Let's get dirty. I'm, but you know what? <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to say that because I don't want it to be clipped and turned into a meme about me. Just kidding. That's good. Hi, welcome to Basic Training, a podcast for people that need help. And people who don't love to shower. But okay? I do love to shower, so you can be here if you like to. Okay, fine. Great. So this is a safe place for everybody, but I, can I just say it? I obviously shower every day. I just don't look forward to it. And I sometimes have to like be like, okay, you really, you got to get in. Like, it's not something that I'm excited to do. And some people are like, do their whole personality with, is you, showering. Well, that's annoying. Um, do you struggle with dry skin? No. Oh, because I was like, that would make sense because it can like flare that. No, I don't have a dry skin problem. I guess on my scalp a little, I'll get like Do you know, scalp. but like, is it just like you find it boring? Yeah, it's boring. And I, I put like a podcast on in there, whatever, and I just can't wait to get out even when I'm in there. Oh, I'm like, oh, this is so boring. Interesting. I hate not watching or reading anything for so long. It's like Damn. five whole minutes with Damn. just myself. You're an iPad kid through and through. I'm just like, I love to go on long walks and stuff, but I'm listening to something the whole time. Like, and I'm doing something, I'm looking at something. Yeah, but isn't it nice, like the times when you don't listen, when you're like, wait, oh, I can just like take in the sounds of the city. Do you ever feel that way? But I end up listening to my own head. Like I can't. Well, that's just life. That's just thinking. I'm not, saying, <laughs> I'm not asking thinking. you to like not have a brain. What's that thing where you listen to your Meditation? own head? No, it's called thinking. That was a joke I was trying to make. Oh. No, I um, <laughs> I love to um, shit. Wait, turn it on. Hello, where'd you go? Um, I really. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like? I'm waiting for you to finish your sentence. I'm sort of in awe of like. Talia was running late, so we've like this. We've normally <laughs> talked. So we've normally talked for like fifteen minutes before the camera and the ca- and the the recording is turned on. And this one, we're just really jumped in. Yeah, we really. And I think in. you guys are catching us calibrating. Yeah, we're calibrating. We're reloading. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> we are reloading. I was saying that. Um, I forgot. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, my new thing is I'm trying to work on my posture. Oh, good for you. Because I feel like I catch myself. I feel like I catch myself. I'll be like talking to someone and I realize that I'm like literally looking at them like this. I'm like. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I realize I'm like, why is the back of my head touching between my shoulder blades? Like I feel. I, dis- I like that. I would feel like you were really paying attention. Right. But it's not good. Like it's like you're supposed to like. But then I think, okay, the thing is like, I don't actually confidently know how you're like, I told, I had a video go viral about this once, but like mm-hmm. I was once told I like had a back problem when I was doing the fringe last year. Mm-hmm. And but wait, did you did you do the fringe last year? Enough. I <laughs> I don't bring it up that much. <laughs> Just the way that you call it. When I was doing the fringe last year. What do you want me to say? When I was for in those Scotland. People who don't know. Well, oh they might God. not even know why you were in Scotland. Go okay. ahead, explain the fringe. It, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is a theater festival. I had a show there last summer. I hurt my back during it badly. And really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and I found out that the. The theater that like the the um because like you're when you when you do when you do the fringe there's like you're part of a different there's like four or five different like theaters that your show can be at sure sort of like Hogwarts houses and <laughs> the one that I was in 
um, they one of like the perks was that they had like an on-site like physical therapist who oh. you could go to because like it's a, very everyone's fancy. doing shows for like a month. Okay. I, you had to pay, but it was like really cheap. Okay. And he was the most amazing like physical therapist I've ever worked with. Wow. And he would give you these massages that like were simultaneously like incredibly painful and like ecstatically pleasurable like at the same time. Okay. It was amazing. But he was like, oh, like we did like an evaluation when I got there where he just like watched me like walk around and stand and he was like, you stand completely wrong. Like the way you stand is really bad for your body. And I was like, like how? how? But he explained it and it's like where, and like he really showed me and like when I did adjust, I was like, oh, this does make sense. Yeah. Like, and it like has to do with like a million things, but it's like, I don't understand I, it's like just the fact that I don't understand how I'm supposed to stand in my own human body or sit even now. Like I'm like, okay, so are your shoulders supposed to be back? And you're like, is this correct? Because this feels crazy. But is it like this feels wrong and like this right. feels wrong? When I work on my posture, I look like a drag queen pushing out their tits like this, like like insane, ridiculous, like like comically large fake. Do boobs. you get back pain from your boobs? Of course I do. I, I but it's sort of like I used to deny it because I didn't. Have you ever had the type of like chronic pain? I guess maybe you haven't. Have you ever had the type of chronic pain, any of the listeners, where it's so chronic and it's just such a part of your life that you don't even realize that it's there until somebody's like, you shouldn't feel pain all the time. Sure. Like I wake up every day and my my back is in insane pain and it's just like, that's part of my life. Have you ever thought about getting, I mean, this is a very personal question, we can cut it, but like, have you ever thought about getting a reduction? Many times, and there's so much nuance to that conversation. No, totally. I don't want to take up 30 minutes talking about it, but I might have sex tonight so I can get a massage out of that, so I'm not gonna book a massage. But that's how okay, I Okay, wait, that's because, wait, when we again, we can cut this if you want, but I saw on TikTok, you got dumped. I got dumped. Do you want to talk about it? Hard, sure. There's not much to talk about. Did the boat sink or did you get? <laughs> God damn it, I wish the boat sunk. Was he no. just like, I don't want to talk anymore? I don't think that's the case because he did send me a nude 24 hours before doing it. But he was like, we we're talking. I don't even know what was happening. It was like, to be honest, it was fizzling out sort of subconsciously. I mean, Do you I know would what have I mean? to imagine keeping the spark alive via sexting alone is probably like near impossible. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't as much of a spark anymore, but there was like, I was going to go in September to go see him and whatever. So but was the getting dumped him just being like, don't come it, That's what I think it was, honestly. Here's, here's what I don't like. I don't like when men aren't honest. Here's what happened. We're talking, okay. I'm at home in LA, hanging out with my mom and my mom decides to drop an insane bomb on me. I, mean, I can't talk about it, but I'll tell you off mic. Well, then, okay, this episode just became the longest 45 fucking minutes of my life. <laughs> so I'm like dealing with that, and I walk upstairs good to have some time along. It's, as my mom explained it, it will be either good or neutral. So I say it's neutral. <laughs> this is hell for me, okay. Fine. And I, but I'm, I need to process this. It really shook me to my core. Okay. I won't say it on mic. If you want to like DM me, if you're that curious, I'll answer your DM and tell you what it is, but I won't say it publicly. And I, if, yeah, just honestly like leave me alone. Okay, so. Don't DM her. It's private <laughs> personal. She has to tell me. But I feel bad that I mentioned it. So you're I go upstairs. Secrets. I forget that you and I are just the only ones talking in here with a camera. Like there's other people listening. You know what I mean? That's why I bring up things that I'm not actually willing to talk about. 
Right, that's the difference. That's the difference between you and me. Yeah, <laughs> is that you'll will do. <laughs> I edit in the moment, like while we're sitting on this couch, and then Talia will listen back and be like, "Okay, I said this." <laughs> like every time we do notes for an episode, I'm like, "No notes," and Talia's like, "So I said a lot about my grandma that needs to get cut." <laughs> I, the amount of notes. I'm so sorry. No, it's so funny to our editors. It's just like. You You're, have to understand, I'm saving all of us It's time. why the show is good. It's why the show is good. It's is why the show is good. Sometimes <laughs> if you ever see like a random, like usually we try to go for about 50 minutes, right? If you ever see a random like 36 minute episode, Talia has to Talia went <laughs> off. <laughs> and it's always me. I say the worst shit. And it's not even bad. It's just like I get paranoid. Like I get crazy about, you know, just the... Look, it's because I'm traumatized. I had a podcast before this. Like, I, I there's a lot of stuff that should have been cut. So that's why I have no a hundred percent or whatever it's called. Like, I just, I just, I have it, to foresight to a degree that is ridiculous and paranoid. But it's helpful it's valid, for though. everyone involved because I'm never gonna get any of us in trouble. Yeah, I think. Okay, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, so a terrible <laughs> thing happens that I'm probably gonna cut out. And not a terrible thing. I was a just crazy you didn't thing. say it was okay. A crazy thing. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I am gonna tell you, but it's crazy. Okay. Can we just push the bikes away and you tell me and then they'll cut this part? <laughs> oh! Oh! My God! <laughs> Wait! Oh my god! It's okay. Sit in the feeling and here's what's gonna happen, Jake. Imagine you just <laughs> curved it. <laughs> Imagine you just heard that and you walk upstairs <laughs> and you see a message on your phone from the cruise ship guy and he says, how are you? Haven't talked to you in so like in so long as in five minutes. Like I'm we talk every day, every single second. He goes, he said, he said something like, how are you? Are you free? Can I call you? And I thought nothing of this because we call like every day or almost like we talk a lot. So I'm like, this is how I'm feeling like you. And I call him like, oh my God, the craziest thing happened. And he's like, well, let me talk. And no. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so he's like, wait, but let me talk to you first. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And he's like, I don't think I'm over at my ex. I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> I just so don't care. I'm like, okay, here's the thing. So I say, are you not over your ex? Or is it like your ex? <laughs> Take a breath. Is it like your ex like showed up on the ship? or someone else is on the ship. Like these would all be normal things to me. Something, there was an acute change. Something happened in the three hours that day that we hadn't spoken. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cause we talked every day and everything was fine to the point where it's like, love you, miss you, XOXO, like that morning, okay? I suspected nothing. And then two hours later, I go back to my phone and he's saying, he's not over his ex and he's contemplated and he needs to stop talking to me, right? So I say, did something happen? Tell me what really happened. Because is it that or is it that you're telling me that over the past couple weeks, while we've been talking sexually, being all romantic, lovey-dovey, whatever, talk, planning a trip together, like planning for me to come visit you, you've been in the back of your mind contemplating that you miss your ex? Is that what you're telling me? And he says, yes. And boys, in what world is that better? Like, it's not better to say nothing happened, but I've just been thinking about this. No, tell the truth. Say something happened or lie and say something happened. I don't want to think that you were like contemplating this while Wait, talking so to me. Wait, so did he say something happened or he was like- He I said, no, nothing happened. I just feel like I'm missing my ex. And like, do you believe him? No, something happened. Gotcha. Someone came on the ship. He slept with somebody else. I did something unattractive, whatever. He 
in the couple hours or in the day, whatever, he lost feelings because something else this happened. This is just so interesting because we had that conversation a few episodes ago about closure. Yes, and no, I never asked for it. I go, okay, is this, yeah. is this your final answer? You've been contemplating this for a while, which is so much fucking shittier than just telling me something happened or did something happen? He goes, no, she's, she's not on the ship, nothing happened. I just, I've been thinking about this. I'm like, okay, thanks for your call. Hang up, haven't talked to him since. Have another date tonight, had sex that night. Everything's great. That's it. Would you use a booty call that night? Yeah, you know the guy that I always hook up with when I'm home? It I wound happened. up texting him and he was like, oh my God, like, yeah, of course. Why don't you text me? <laughs> <laughs> is that Which so is funny? what I told you to do, no? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Sometimes Incredible. I overthink. No, he was totally down. We had great sex. Guys, Talia took my advice and Talia never takes people's advice. Yeah, good for me. No, I take people's advice. I just don't ask for it. But this time I did okay, ask for sure. it from you. I really did ask for you it. You did ask for it. And you gave me great stuff, which is just text him and... Turns out he's a man and he was down to have casual yeah, 100%. sex. Yeah, so. 100%. Um, yeah, so I just did that. And like then that date tonight night. is new. Date tonight is new. Hinge? Yes, for the first time in months. I wow. went on Hinge and I found this nice you. guy. Well, nice, I don't know. But definitely we'll good on paper. Okay, great. So I'll have fun. Um, but what else was I saying? Oh, yeah, so pretty crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, we got interrupted by tech, so we're back. And so there's probably not a clean edit to make. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right. Um, okay, wait, we've probably been talking for long enough. We should jump to calls because I want to get to calls. Hey, uh, oh my gosh, I love you guys so much. So I've been seeing this guy for like three months or so. And I met him a couple years ago back when I lived somewhere else. And now we live really far away from each other. And so we keep like flying out to see each other. And how do I ask him to move across the country for me? Because oh. I really think he would. But, you know, like, should I wait like six more months? Or should I keep oh. spending all my money flying across the country? Okay, thanks. Bye. You've been seeing him for three months? Wait. <laughs> and you moved? Wait. Yeah, yeah you have absolutely to wait. You wait. have to wait. And and look, if you're upset about how much money you're spending, I mean, have him fly out more. Like it's you shouldn't be the only one. Split it equally. Yeah. Right? Also, let's be smart. Let's be using like one airline. Let's be getting status. Let's be getting. Let's be getting miles. Let's right. be getting points. Let's open a credit card with that airline. Right. Like, I mean, like take advantage of the travel. But no, you can't ask him to move after three months because you don't want a partner to land in a city and be like, okay, I'm here for you. And right. it's like, what if it doesn't work out? Oh my God, absolutely wait. Congrats on finding someone you really congrats like Congrats on finding someone and congrats on him liking you enough that you think he would do it. Yeah. But like, you have to wait. Just because he would do it doesn't mean that you should do it. 100%. Like you, I think it's great that you found him truly like mazel tov. It's tough out here. But yeah, definitely, absolutely wait. I think that's the only answer. It's very simple. Just give it a couple more months. If you're fine doing this, you seem happy enough. Do this for three more months and then wait. Three months dating is not enough to decide that kind of thing. And that would really suck and cause a lot of resentment on either side if you, yeah. if someone moved and then you guys broke up. Seriously, for sure. For sure, Aziz. That was an easy one. But congrats again. That was an easy one. Congrats. And thanks for saying you love us. We love you too. We love you too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, guys. First, I love you both. Talia, I, like I have us. been wanting you to start a podcast for the past, like, two years. <laughs> so I'm so hyped. Anyways, I just graduated college, and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing with my life. I don't know if I can start, sorry, but I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. Like, I, I'm in a relationship with someone that still lives in the state that I went to college in. We're only, like, a two-hour drive away from each other, but, like, I'm so confused about my life. I just, I don't know. I don't know. And, like, my friends live in different states, and I don't know what job I want to get, and I'm living with my parents' childhood house currently. Like, I don't know what to do, and I just need some sort of direction. Uh, thank you, and I love you both. Woohoo! You're doing what you're supposed to be doing at this exact stage in your life, <laughs> mentally and otherwise. I think you're like, I know it's so hard to say like, oh, I'm so confused. I, I know it's a hard feeling rather, but it's literally exactly how you're supposed to feel at this time. Also, like, I wish that I hadn't felt like I needed to know what I was doing. And that was like, if you're, so you just graduated college, you're 22. I think you need to, I think the only thing you should really prioritize is like get out of your parents' house because I think like living with friends or living on your own. Wait, I got confused. I thought she said she was in college. No, at the end she said she, no, I think she just graduated college. Oh, I thought you said just started college. Graduated. Okay, okay. Doesn't change that much though. Doesn't change that much. I think you're still in the place where you're supposed to be. I don't think you're supposed to know where you're, I don't, I think most people don't know they're supposed to do it at 22 and it's like literally just go like move to a town and have fun and you'll figure it out. I, it sounds like such stupid, simple advice, but he's absolutely right. Like, it's just, it's like, like, that's what you need to do. I, first of all, with this relationship of the guy who lives two hours away, I guess this is like the long distance relationship episode. I mean, I'm a big fan of like, if you feel stagnant in your life and you don't know where it's going, maybe you need to like let some things go and create right. some change. And maybe going two hours away every couple of weeks to go and see this guy that you've been dating for a while isn't um, helping you helping propel you into the new stage of your life. Yeah. But um, if you want to stay, I'm not saying the solution is to break up with him. I'm just saying reevaluate the relationship maybe could be a nice place to start. Um, I just think that's one of the first things, the first ties that you cut when you're trying to yeah. create change in your life. I just think that there's, I think that like there's this vestigial like, notion from like the boomer era of like you need to start working in your chosen career path in your early 20s to like start building your retirement funds so you can like retire by 55 from like the corporate job you work for 25 years and right. it's like that doesn't exist anymore right it's not real. like people we're all gonna be working forever unless we get rich you know what i mean right. it's like all of that shit is fucked so it's like there's no reason to do that like unless you if you are like one of the people that's fortunate enough to like know exactly what you want to do from the jump or like figure it out really young, great. But if not, like just go get a job and take care of yourself and right. like have fun. And then you'll be like, oh, like what if I did that? What if I did that? Like, and you'll fi you'll find your path. I think it's like really stupid that we're like supposed to like, like I just think it's so funny. I remember like thinking about this when I was, have I talked about this before? Like when I was an orientation leader in college, like every freshman would come in and be like, I'm pre-med. And it's like for the next six weeks. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like everyone thinks they know like exactly what they're going to do. And it's like, you just don't. And it's like some people, some people nail it and end up doing it. Some people also decide what they're going to do when they're 16, do it. And then at 35 are like, I don't like this. Right. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like just play. I think you got to play life by ear a little bit. I think he's right. I, I have nothing else to add. I, I really think you need to just like have some fun. I wish I could take my own advice. Like, I, I'm definitely a yeah. person who was like, I knew what I was going to do. 
I pulled it off. I think I'm good with this. I don't know what's going to happen, but like I was very much of the belief like it, you don't know what you're doing at 21, fucking loser. Like I always knew. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, I could have taken some more time to decide. Maybe I should be taking time to like figure figure out like like play around a little bit. Like I think you need to like don't be don't don't feel like you need to work. Feel like you need to like do some traveling or like work some like stupid job that you don't even think you want to do and just see what comes of it and make a little yeah. money and have some fun. Like it's just, it's going to come. It's going to come. <sighs> yeah. Well, I also think part of it, wait, I have to ask this, this is completely unrelated. Mm. Are those your real eyelashes? Yeah. They look insane today. Really? Like your eyelashes. I get told I have crazy eyelashes all the time. Yours They're are beautiful unreal. Thank you. Like, are you so taking pills much. for them? No. That's. Jake. Tell you, your eyelashes are crazy that okay, mascara want, is work like whatever what i don't it, want them to look too i don't like when people's eyes look like ridiculously it doesn't it doesn't it's only because i'm sitting next to you and like was looking at you from profile so i could see them and i was like is she wearing fake eyelashes they look insane oh i'm so but glad like amazing in Good. an amazing way i'll keep my makeup on for later this guy's really cute show me pics later okay wait but i'm obs- okay no but the thing i was gonna um s- no yeah. oh, the other thing i was gonna say about it is that like it's like something i feel like i've looked back and thought is I think we don't think about how much you're like ha- being like a happy person empowers you to be successful. Right. And people who were like knew what they wanted and maybe going after their goals, but were also kind of like chill and leading a happy life. Like because they were like in a good mental health space, they were then able to do more and be more successful early on because they weren't crushing themselves with that pressure of like, right. I got to hustle. I got to hustle. I got to hustle. Right. Whereas like, I think in my early twenties, I was like, I need to do, I need to be successful. And I was, crushing myself and therefore I was like never funny and never actually productive because I was like depressed right and if I had been chill and lived like a more fun life I think I would have found my voice and stuff earlier I'm trying to like make myself open my ears and listen to this advice (laughs) that's all I needed to hear because I'm very much there right now but that's that is normal we are both like post-grad early 20s yeah I mean I'm approaching mid but like the approach that's the the show like I, Jake knows better than I when it comes to this question, but all I'll say is like, as a person who's having trouble taking this advice, I hope you will take it, which is you're in a very rare and limited time window of your life where you have very few responsibilities. It doesn't seem like you have kids, you have no responsibilities to other people. You have the time to travel or do a job that you don't think you're going to like, or like do something just like fun and creative and totally true to your own happiness. And if you don't have the funds to make those things happen, work some silly little job and see what comes of that just to make the funds and then save them up and travel or whatever. Just like use this open time and stop worrying about what you're going to do. Just do have fun. And I'll live vicariously through you because I'm not doing that. (laughs) Wow. We are burning through the questions today. Oh my God. Hi, Polly and Jake. I love your podcast so much. Thank you. followed you both on TikTok, had no idea that y'all, you know, we knew each other, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, about a year ago, I moved to New York City with my boyfriend. We've been together for about three years and I broke up with him because we can't communicate very well. And truthfully, I think we would just be better off as friends. Okay. He's my first love, my first long-term relationship and first partner I've ever lived with. And during this big breakup talk, we ultimately decided we're going to go on a break. We're planning to write up the rest of our lease together, which is... About 11 months. I know, it's a tale as old as time in New York City. Um, no, it's and, not. And, you know, neither of us are in a financial position to move and break up the lease and find new places to live. You know, neither of us really know any other people in the city well enough to, like, you know, maybe live with them. So that's kind of tough, too. 
And even though we aren't good enough in like a relationship, we are very good roommates and we can just split our large apartment up easily. Not large, but you know, we can split a one bedroom in half, right? Um, it's unconventional and messy, but I, but I think it can be done. And I feel like this is, you know, just how it's going to be for a while, right? So I was wondering what advice you have living together while on a break, especially, you know, if we end up deciding to break up and living together while navigating that. I'm kind of checked out of the relationship, honestly, but I know he's not, and it's kind of hard. Oh, God. Also, you know, this is also his first big relationship, so it's kind of tough. So how do we live together amicably during this time? We have a dog together, which also complicates things, too. And while I think that I can do this pretty easily, I really need advice and a different perspective regardless. Um, again, don't have many friends in the city. It's rough out here. Um, happy to spill more tea if necessary. Thank you both so much and take care. Uh, bye. We have to be sensitive. <laughs> we have to approach it with sensitivity. We No, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> There's a whole other world out there, Jake. <laughs> We have to be sensitive. And we love this person. No, I she love you. Us. I'm sending you so much and love. I'm, I just. I know the feeling of like, you don't know a ton of people in the city yet. You feel kind of alone. I totally get it. It's just, boy, do we have a different approach to this entire you, thing. We are different people. I don't even. Do you want to begin? Do you have the sensitivity to begin? I'm not going to be mean. Okay, because I'm talking to myself because I am. I just. Okay, when my ex and I broke up, we lived together for three weeks. Well, was it I, three weeks? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I think it was two to three weeks because I moved into my current place November 1st and okay. we broke up in October. So it was like less than a month. Okay. And that was a long time. And we're still friends. Like it was a healthy breakup. Wait, right. let's actually, okay, wait. Before we even like, I think can even answer this girl's questions. I think you and I need to just like something I've never understood in my life. I think we're going to say the same thing. Three, two, one, a, a break. break. It's not a real thing. It's called a breakup. It, it's just one of you is too afraid to say it to the other one. You're done. You're done. If you are in love, if, if it's going to work out, you don't need to take a break. Okay. There's very, very few instances right. where a break actually needs to happen because between two people. What's crazy? Do you know what's actually crazy? Or like what I like. If two people broke up and then got back together, I'm like, I believe in that. Right. People being on a break, I'm like, you will never find love. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. People who are met, people who are stay together for their whole lives, they have had breakups. They don't fucking call it a break. They have a breakup and then it's a mistake. Okay? Or they break up for two years and they're in the same city again and they get back together. You got so there's mad. no such thing as a break. There's no such thing. You've seen friends. There's no such thing as a break where everybody understands, where there's no drama, where it's actually like a real fucking thing. Yeah, it thing. is like truly, like I like all but love to this caller and we are gonna give you advice, but like when someone's like, me and my boyfriend are on a break right now, I'm like, oh, I will like, uh, it's like I the ultimate never, red flag. It's yeah. the ultimate red flag to a relationship where I'm like, oh, okay, you're like I shut my of. ears, I'm never listening to it. Like, cause it's just not, what do you mean you're on a break? If you were, if you're young, you're young in a city. I actually like quite literally don't understand what it is. I'm like, you, you're, it just is to me, like you guys broke up and it's what you, it's actually literally what you said, where it's like one person wants to be together and the other person doesn't. And so the person who doesn't want to be with them doesn't have the balls to be like, I'm breaking up with you. Right. 
And it's like, we can go on a break. And it's like, right. mommy, you got to break up with him. If you're a young person, I've always believed in the philosophy, especially for women in your 20s or even, did this person say how old they are? Look, you move to a new city, you move to New York City and you don't know anyone here. That's basically being in your 20s. You did something a 20s person would do. I'm going to call you in your 20s. When you're in this phase of your life, you're dating and it's great or you're not, you shouldn't be dating. I really do believe that. I don't think it's worth your time. Oh, you mean like if you're dating one specific person? If you're date, if you are in a relationship yeah. and it's, you're doing shit like having a break, like having these complicated- Move shit, on, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're shouldn't young. be doing this. You don't have time for this. When you're like getting married, whatever, you have more time and it makes more sense to be making these weird decisions and compromising over things and taking breaks and thinking about things, blah, 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 blah. Everything gets complicated. You are young. Leave it alone. Like, like find someone better. You don't have the time. And it seems like he likes you more than you like him. That sucks for him really, really hard. But like, just break up. Let's move on to the moving out part. Well, the whole thing we is agree. that they're Someone's not moving out. 11 months? <laughs> what? I'm how sorry. long was your lease? Because that means you broke up one month. <laughs> it, that's, what? What? How long were you together before you moved in together? That's three, so three funny. Years, I didn't even notice years, that. They broke years. up one month <laughs> Okay, they were together for three years. Yeah, unless it's time it was an to, eighteen-month no. lease or a two-year lease, it's time to go. I'm really I sorry. I want to have sensitivity. We're being. Just... You have to understand. This is a humor podcast, so we're able to find humor in your situation. Your situation sucks. We love you, and we're deeply sorry. <laughs> yes. But it seems like you're mentally ready to move on from this guy. He's not. You gotta take the reins. I get that you're not in the financial situation to move. Yes, you are. <laughs> find someone who will sublet. And a one bedroom get is the fuck so out. hard though. Yeah, no, I think you have, you have to, to both leave. sublet out the the room. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you can't live in that place for 11 months. You know what that's going to be? The break is going to turn into back together and then it's going to become a break again next year. It's just not going to be healthy. Just don't. I don't see it being good. You're done. You're done. You wouldn't be calling into this podcast if your relationship wasn't done. It's done. You gotta like yeah. move out. If you don't move out, you guys will end up well, having sex or whatever. And the other thing is like you said, you have a dog. So it's like, you also ideally wanna stay friends with this person so that you guys can like both see the dog and da da da. And I think for that to happen, like you do have to move out. The dog situation, like I know a lot of people who have a dog with somebody and then they break up and they have to share the dog. It's a dog. One of you gets the dog and that's it, okay? The dog ends up being a vehicle for you guys to see each other more. I know, but I do have, I, I like, I do have empathy with like it. You I love get the it. dog. You love the dog, but get a new dog and you'll forget about the old dog. I like <laughs> seriously. I was hanging out with somebody recently. The dog girls are going to come for you in the comments. I don't give a fuck. I was hanging out mm. with somebody recently. I'm a dog girl you, too. I love animals. You I love are pets. not though. It's better if for the think, dog. Wait, we need to talk about this. If you think horse girls are scary, have you like been on dog girl TikTok? I've been on cat girl TikTok. No, this is a different thing. Dog girls are don't play. Dog girls do not play. But the dog girl, everyone likes dogs. No, these are different. Like these girls who like are really obsessed with like training their dogs correctly and feeding them like the fish tail and the oh, egg yolk the and the meat yeah, and yeah, the yeah, duck yeah, yeah. head. I like and, watching like, them crunch on the bones. Yeah, those girls are different. And if they hear you say that you can just get another dog, they will find us. Look at me, get another dog, okay? I'm scared. I really like, no, here's the thing. It's better for the fucking dog. 
well, one of you takes yeah. the dog shell like shut sh what is the word i'm looking for shuttling this dog back and forth yeah it's hard it's not nice to the dog either the dog should have one home and stay in the home and not have to change apartments every week it's stressful okay i know somebody who recently broke off a long relationship they shared a dog and the biggest most stressful thing is like when is the girl going to come over when he's not there to come pick up the dog and, and drop off the dog and blah blah blah, blah get a new dog one of you will vow to love and protect that dog like nothing else and the other person gets their own dog it's going to be a very sad thing but it's better for you and it's better for the dog and the relationship and the dog sharing end it it's a dog sorry okay but let's out of empathy if they are gonna stay living together do we have any advice for like what to do it seems like you've got it figured out, right? You're the one who's telling me it's it's you can okay. split up a one bedroom. <laughs> I just like, I can't get over like, come on, you're a smart girl. You know you shouldn't be doing this or else you wouldn't be calling in. I would sooner go move in with my parents. Like this is really bad. And I know that he wants to stay with you more than you want to stay with him. I can tell by the way you're talking. You don't like this guy anymore. Or like, like him in that way. Yes, and now you're gonna spend 11 months, you're gonna get back together and then you're gonna be unhappy. 11 months is so You're long. wasting so much of your time. You think you can date? While you live with your ex-boyfriend? You think you can comfortably That's date? like what I was thinking too, is the dating is really hard. How are you gonna share a one bed with your ex-boyfriend and and branch out and have a new relationship and, and make new friends? You need to be in a city. I think I know why you don't have enough friends in this city. It's because you and this guy are like always up in each other. Like you need to get yeah. away from this guy. Break up, be a single young woman in New York City. It's the best. It's actually not that great, but it's really fun. No, it's fun. And... You're gonna love it just like you need to like, ugh, okay. break up. Okay. Okay, you give advice for how they live together because clearly I'm not capable. Um, I just think you have to, well, it's also you said he's not a good communicator. So it's like, it's I like, mean, like, you gotta do a lot of communicating, but if he's a bad communicator, like that's gonna be really hard. I mean, come on, like there's. Yeah, I mean, I think you touched on something really important, which is like, if you're young and you are living in New York and you were trying to build your life here, this is a situation that's gonna take up a lot of your energy emotionally and mentally, and that's not gonna serve you. And like financially, it's really hard, but like like breaking a lease, especially when you're young, it's like, okay, it might fuck up your credit for a little bit. I don't know. I've actually never, I don't really under fully understand what the consequences of breaking a lease are, but it like- It can't be that bad. Things happen. You might lose your security deposit, which sucks. But like, this is bad. It's 11 bad. months is a long time. It's too long. If it were two months, I'd say stick it out. Oh, I would 100%. 100%. If it was less than- Five months, I would say stick it out. Yeah, 11 months is like- 11 months is a year. And I see you getting, I can tell how much you don't wanna be in a relationship with this guy anymore or your subconscious doesn't. You're ready to move on. You've yeah. brought up twice now that you don't have enough friends in the city. You need to go make some. You need to go make this place your home. He's holding you back. You think that 11 yeah, months even just calling someone your first him? love is like, yeah, you're already speaking out them in the past tense. Right. You, you're sleeping in the same room as this guy for 11 months. You think you're healthily going to be able to individualize and like find your space in yeah, the city no. and find a new boyfriend and find new friends? It's no. It's not doable, love. It's, it's not, just doable. not doable. It's babes. not doable. All right. Okay, that got us really hot. I like actually started sweating. I have kept my arms closed this whole time because I'm like, oh, it's really I, bad. I'm like pit out. It's not yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I need to wear more tank tops. I'm thinking of getting Botox in my armpits. You're, I don't think of you as like a really sweaty person. Oh, I'm the sweaty girl. I'm the sweaty girl. <laughs> Wait, we cranked through those questions. Girl. So we try to dig for another, one more question in the voicemails. There's, she only sent me three. Right, but we have access to the thing. Oh. Do you mean? Um, hi, if my friends ever found out I was calling about this, I think I'd get bitch slapped across the country. <laughs> so basically, context, um, 
I'm talking to this guy. And this was like two months ago. I was talking to this guy. Um, we made out, blah, blah, blah. We talked for some more and we stopped talking. And then I get set up with like one of his friends and I make out with his friend too. And mind you, I'm in high school. So this guy was the first guy I've ever made out with, like ever, which is like late for like at least my age. I'm not going to say my age, but like it's like late (laughs) considered to like what everybody else has done. So, and then I make out with his friend like a month later and now basically um he's a douchebag and i hate him and he's a cunt and i literally hate his guts i literally hate him so much but i still have unresolved feelings for him Uh, like it's crazy and i don't know what to do yeah like i don't want to be with him in like that way but like i still have feelings for him and i just i really need help getting over him and i really appreciate your advice i really love your podcast and i love you guys um yeah he's a cunt please help so relatable i mean taylor's old as time babe first of all congrats on your first makeout yeah and also i love a late bloomer late bloomers always have good personalities i was late bloomer i was kind of a late bloomer what where did you lose your virginity 17 that's early (laughs) that's really early but like, without getting into, ch- but like, there's a difference between like losing your virginity and like the first time you have sex that's actually sex. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think that like I didn't start having like I lost my virginity when I was seventeen. I started having sex in like my early to mid twenties. I think you lost me there. I don't really know what you're talking. Okay, about. it doesn't like. Maybe I haven't I didn't started figure out what I was doing. <laughs> You call me in a week and you're like, Jake. (laughs) Wait, no. I guess, no, I guess what I was saying was just like, no, I guess it does count. I think I'm, I think of myself as a late bloomer in certain ways, but I guess I'm not in that way. I think, but I do hold firm. Most people who I know who are late bloomers have amazing personalities. Yeah. She doesn't seem insecure about being a late bloomer. No, I'm just shouting it out. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. I got my period late. I lost my virginity late. What's late? Um, I think a lot of people get their periods around like 12, 11, 12. I yeah. was like 14, 15. And when did you lose your virginity? Um, freshman year of college, Halloween. So I was 18, going on 19. That's one year older than I was. Yeah. 17 is, <laughs> high school is really early to lose your virginity. College is super late. I was a senior in high school though, because I graduated early. Oh, okay, whatever. So what's hard is that it feels like these feelings will never resolve because they're so like fiery. Yeah. But you just have to be like, this guy's a douchebag. He makes me feel a certain way sometimes. And I have to just like let that sit because I don't want to act on it because he's a douchebag. And eventually they will go away or they'll just fester and you kind of, but they won't fester because they won't like, if you don't give them power, if you kind of just ignore them, it's not like a suppressed guilt thing where it's going to come and eat you alive. Like if it's like you this guy like kind of makes you feel something, but like you don't want to act on it. It will just fade if you ignore it, I think. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that he's a dick. That's the worst part, but right. I totally get, what's happening is you're just, you got really turned on. You got excited. This was a like exciting yeah. new experience for you. And now you associate it with him. I think you might kind of slightly catch feelings for anybody you had this first make out with. I'm remembering now, like 
in elementary school or not elementary school in middle school and high school like and to an extent college for me because it was so straight it's like when you like first start like making out with like kissing or yeah. whatever it's like it's not like when now as adults where it's like if i want to make out with someone i could go out and figure it out in an, the next hour right but like when you're in high school it's like you can't there's like so much social pressure there's also like like there's also a limited pool depending on where you live. So it's like, you wanna do that again cause you liked it, but it's like, that's the only person you've ever done it with and you have to figure out who to do it with next. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like, it, there's more factors that make it something that makes you go fucking crazy. Right. But it will fade. Amen. You're gonna, it's gonna go away. It's just, it's the first time that you've done this. That's, that's all that it is. And as soon as you do it again, it'll become less. That's what I'm saying. Crazy. Yeah. That's. It's going yeah. to fade. And don't hook up with him. Like if, like don't if you really, really don't like him as a person. Yeah. Don't keep hooking up with him. Yeah, it's the thing. If you don't like him as a person, I didn't have that experience, but yeah, no, it's because you will him. feel shitty about that. Yeah, unfortunately, he's gonna make you feel even shitty. if it's like fun in the moment. It will feel shitty after. Yeah, don't do it. And you'll feel cooler for being like hooking like up you with someone just because it's fun yet. is totally fine. But if you really don't like who they are as a person, that always does feel shitty after. Always. It feels gross. Good advice. Great advice for somebody just getting started out. Okay. That was it. I think we. I think we, that's it. Cause yeah, we're. Oh yeah, we crushed it. Okay. I feel good. This was so fun. I love that you say we crushed it. Yeah, we did four calls. Do you guys think we crushed it? Oh, we did four calls. Yeah, yes. we. But were we funny? Okay. Leave us a review and let us know. Okay, so here's the things that need to happen, guys. You need to leave us reviews on. You guys have been good about it. Like this, the reviews have been going up on Spotify and Apple consistently every episode. But there's a lot more people that we know how many people listen to this podcast. There's a lot more listeners than there are reviews. So right. everyone, guys, if everyone just went and quickly did five stars on Spotify and or Apple, that would be gorge. Yes. And then tell your friends about the podcast. Yes. And then call. And the calls are getting every, the calls are getting so good. It's so fun. It's, it's like so fun. at the beginning it was like, oh, here are the three calls we have this week. And now it's like it we we have we extra have there's so many from. we have and so we'll many get calls to, to get to. Eventually. And there's so many to pick from. There's it's like so there's many. so many good it's heaven. Okay. The number for those of you who haven't called yet is 929-269-4960. And I also, again, I said this last episode. I would love a mnemonic for like memorizing the number, like a little song, a little rhyme, like let's play a little game. So someone call in and give us one of those. <laughs> you hate that idea. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I love that Okay. Idea. I just feel like bad that we're making them do it for us. Well, I'm not going to do it. I have no musical ability. I'll it, think of something. I've thought of something, but I would love to hear what the listeners have to say. Okay, that's it. We love you. I have a weird mosquito bite. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.